Welcome to Shockers and Cuss Words, a podcast that dives into self-improvement, completing goals, and overcoming modern-day obstacles. I am your host, Catherine, and together we will address our fears, establish self-awareness, and complete self-growth through honesty and reflection. Remember to please like and share this podcast. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Chakras and Cuss Words. I am Catherine. I am your host of this podcast. And let me just introduce myself a little bit. I consider myself an alchemist. I'm very much centered in the area of the chakra system, the area of energy as a whole, which includes astrological energy as well. How we take this external energy out and bring it inward to the internal placement, and then we are able to release it as a being, as a soul energy, and also as an individual. I like to concentrate on astrology because it brings me that dynamic to look for certain things, maybe throughout the day, throughout the week, or even throughout the year. Um, Some of the things that I want to talk about is, I am so happy you are here. You being here lets me know that you have the same love of astrology as I do. And I am so excited to bring this series to you. So the name of this series is the astrology series. And it's also a resemblance of kind of how the chakra system and the chakra series went and how it went to an in-depth understanding of the chakras. But right now we want to concentrate on astrology. And I plan on taking you through the whole dynamic of what is astrology, how does astrology work, how can we use astrology, and it's going to be an area where you're going to see a broader perspective of each planet, each zodiac, um, each house area, each area of the zodiac wheel, which we will get into, areas of degrees, um, areas of learning about the degrees, learning about certain conjunctions or aspects or transits or squares or oppositions that all come with astrology. And of course, it's always going to have a little bit of a pop culture twist because I love pop culture. Um, and I love that energy of seeing how we can break down a breaking story and meshing it into and the astrology that's currently happening happening so as many people believe that the cosmos have this inner lining of destiny and this inner outward area where what's happening up high up in the sky is also transitioning down below so welcome 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 to the astrology series Today's episode is basically the introduction of astrology, the introduction of what astrology means to me, um, what I think astrology means for the most for most people, and how so many of us can use astrology. I also want to talk a little bit about the history of astrology that maybe we will get into in this chapter, but in all honesty, it might be the next chapter. So this is a series that is going to take some time. It's not going to be a um, one-day episode. This is going to be probably a series 
Um, that's going to take a few weeks, a few months, possibly even a year. So I'm very happy that you're here. And of course, to my devoted listeners, I will also have the guided meditations coming out um, and also the interviews. So we're still going to keep chakras and cuss words how it is, but we're also going to concentrate a little bit on astrology. So astrology is a belief system. It's a philosophy. It's kind of like this design that many people, when they look at the sky, they see this alignment of stars, or I guess you could even say celestial bodies of energy, which could be planets. And it's an area where it makes a pattern. It makes a story. It makes a alignment. And when we get into the history of astrology, we'll see how people would use these patterns and they would study the people around them or they would study current events that were happening within the collective, possibly within the collective of their time, right? The community of their time. It is suggested that there is a connection between the stars and the earth. And it is also believed that what is happening above is happening below. So when we learn more about what each planet means, we will see how this energy takes place. We will see how the energy of the stars, of the planets, transitions down to the earth, right? Um, it is also seen as a movement of energy, of movement of the planets, a movement of the stars. So we have to remember that if there wasn't this energetic force that was moving the stars, moving the planets around, or even not moving at a certain speed, and this is kind of like when we're going to get into like retrogrades, when the planets start to take a slower speed, that we see certain things happening here on earth. So one of the things that I like about astrology is astrology kind of has this like pre-determination, pre-logic of what everything kind of means when we think about each planet, what each zodiac kind of resembles. And with each trait, or I like to see it as energy, like certain zodiacs hold certain energies, like certain planets hold certain energies, certain house placements hold certain energies. And when these energies combined or when these energies meet, this is really when we see the results of the astrological energy of the cosmos. Of course, astrology, there is no real um, science backing it up per scientist, right? It's considered like a pseudoscience. It's considered a philosophy. So scientists don't like to give astrology, I would say it's due credit as they do with astronomy. So astronomy is the study of the planets, is the study of the stars and the celestial bodies. But there is no cosmic energy that ties astronomy into the individuals here on earth. 
So astrology is the one that does that. Astrology is the one that's saying, hey, when the planet of, let's say, Neptune is aligned with Jupiter, we might be feeling some different type of energy here on Earth. We might be seeing some different type of events. Maybe these events are around our areas of abundance. Maybe they have that financial area around them, or maybe they're centered more around like our dreams, where with astronomy, it's believed the planets are just conjoined. They're just kind of conjoined and it doesn't matter, right? It's not, it's not bringing any energy down on earth. It's not bringing any energy down to the collective. It's just happening in the sky. That's kind of the difference of astronomy versus astrology. But astrology has been around for a very long time. It's believed that it's been around like almost since the beginning of man. It's really been around for a very, very long time before Christ. Um, during the Egyptian area, it's believed that astrology has been one of the fundamental, I guess you could say, learning blocks or philosophy blocks, spiritual centers, or even kind of like a religion. It's really been a tool a resource that many people have used for many, many years, like over 400,000 years, like, or for over 4,000 years, astrology has been around. And, and we will get into the history of astrology a little bit more in depth, because I really want you guys to hear some um, pieces from certain documentaries that talks about how astrology has affected many cultures, how astrology is not only here in the U.S., but there's many different types of astrology. And let's look at some of the things that really is important when we think about astrology. So we know there's many different types of astrology, right? There's Vedic astrology, there's tropical Western astrology, there's even an astrology that's known as being Christian astrology, there's Chinese astrology, there is astrology literally almost in every culture. There's astrology um, that has started with the Mayans, with the Aztecs, with indigenous tribes. Astrology has been around, like I said, for years. So that means that it's going to be picked up in many different variations, in many different areas of that culture. And if you are choosing which type of astrology you want to use, I highly suggest you pick an astrology center that makes the most sense to you, that um, you're able to relate with the most. I definitely do plan on studying some of the um, ancient Aztec 
or Mayan astrology as well, and learning about their zodiacs, their stories of the gods. Most of the astrology here today in Western astrology takes back to Greek mythology. And some of the um, certain traits of the planets is often told through stories of Greek mythology. So if you like Greek mythology, I highly recommend learning about tropical astrology. Um, Vedic astrology is more in tuned with the area of the Middle East, which in all honesty, they believe is um, where astrology first originated was in Iran. So if you are, I believe it was either Iran or Iraq, but let's get into that during the history of astrology. So when you are learning what astrology you want to use, that could be um, tropical, that could be um, Vedic, that could be Chinese astrology, that could be whatever astrology you pick. I highly recommend one that you are able to learn about the culture as well, because I think that will help. Um, so there is a relation that people use astrology with, right? Most of the time, I know my story with astrology may look extremely different to somebody else's story, how we got introduced to astrology. So my story with astrology was the magazines, <laughs> the newspaper articles where people were listening to their horoscopes or reading about their horoscopes, right? I don't remember... Um, what made me pick up the magazine or what made me pick up um, that section of the newspaper that put me into the area of the horoscope. But I do remember being around 12 to 13 years old. And I also remember that my family didn't really talk about astrology. It wasn't something that like my mom was like, oh, you're an Aquarius. Or, oh, you know, I'm an Aquarius. Um, it wasn't something that we really talked about as a family. But somehow, and it could be also with my friends too, you know, we would pick up our teeny bopper uh, magazines and we would see what our horoscope for the month said. And that is going off of your sun sign. So when we get into reading of the birth chart. The sun sign is basically your horoscope sign. That's the sign that the sun is in during the time that you were born, right? So I remember reading my sun sign astrology and reading my horoscope and just feeling like it was so cool, right? And I, I'm an Aquarius stellium. So I have a big hunt big, huge hunch of Aquarius energy. But for some people, they would read their horoscope and be like, this just doesn't match. I just don't feel aligned with this message. I just do not feel aligned with this horoscope message. And one of the reasons why is because possibly they related more to their rising sign 
or even if they had a stellium. And a stellium is consistent of three planets of more being in a certain area or being aligned with a certain zodiac of your birth chart. So we will get into that a little bit more. But with astrology, that was like my first introduction was reading the horoscopes. And then I bought an astrology book and I was probably about the age of 13, 14, you know, and I started to look at not only my horoscope in these little teeny bopper magazines, but then I started to look at like my sister's horoscope, my mom's horoscope, maybe the boy I liked's horoscope. (laughs) So I was really like reading my friend's horoscopes. Then I started reading about each Zodiac. And in all honesty, I think that's how most people kind of start is hearing about the zodiacs, right? Hearing about, oh, I'm a Virgo or, oh, I'm a Pisces. What does that mean? And then they see certain energy types that they hold or certain things that they resemble or maybe certain things that they feel aligned with, certain characteristics or certain energy traits that they have. And they're like, yes, I do the, I do do this. So that is kind of like the introduction of how it started for me. Astrology is often used by finding out the person's birth chart. So a lot of people believe that there is a relation. There is a a energy that is spoken throughout that person's birth chart. So the person's birth chart is basically the areas of celestial bodies, planets, asteroids, and energy that is aligned during that time this person is birthed, right? And it is almost like a trait. And people believe that you can look at somebody's birth chart and you can almost know everything about them especially if you were to look at all the upcoming transits that are happening or the upcoming aspects that are happening within the year. So there will be people who maybe would want to know things in their birth chart that might be happening for them in the next year. Is this always 100% valid? Not necessarily, right? We have to remember astrology is a philosophy. And that's why I always say when people are looking for guidance and looking for value on how to complete goals or how to work through relationship problems, how to um, create areas of um, creating the next step to possibly a intention that's going to make a difference in their life, that they should research their astrologer and they should also have a trust with their astrologer and that they should make sure that their astrologer has certain areas of um, ethical practice, standards, and areas where they realize their own liability that they could possibly be reading people's next year or reading people's next steps and seeing how 
they can interpret this in a way that not only does the person understand, but the person feels that they can grow from this reading and that they can grow from um, creating steps, right? There's many people who say, look at your chart in this area to find out who your husband should be, or look into this chart to find your soulmate, or to see when you can manifest towards an amazing career, when you can manifest towards um, creating intentions in different areas. So make sure that there is a alignment. A lot of people look at astrology and they look at it and they say, okay, this is where some of the life events happen. This is where we see a lot of life events. This is where we see that energy of the life events taking place. These life events are occurring in the chart and we see this. Um, For instance, one person told me to look at, and of course this doesn't really mean it's gonna happen for everybody, but to look at where my Chiron was. And my Chiron's a little asteroid. And for those who are learning, the Chiron is known as being the wounded healer. And usually, people who have significant trauma or significant area of transition will have a critical degree in their Chiron. So of course, I'm like, well, I definitely have had a lot of trauma in my life and um, I've definitely have had a lot of critical aspects in my life. So let me look this up. Let me really look this up. So I looked it up and of course my Chiron was at a critical degree. It was at a degree that resembled when I had my open heart surgery. So to me, that was kind of like, whoa, this astrology shit is fucking real. (laughs) So like I said, it's how you interpret it. It's how you analyze the information that you are given, right? So astrology is often used with the birth charts. And to know your birth chart, you have to know the time that you were born, obviously the birth date, and the location. It's very important to know the location of where you were born, right? And to know that area because that makes a huge difference with um, astrology. And then also a lot of people use um, astrology for the horoscopes, for the, the, the horoscope of the when your sun is aligned with that zodiac. So when your sun sign is basically for that zodiac season. So for instance, if you want to learn more, I have on how you can look at a sun wheel and that's basically going off the zodiac wheel and you see how the sun positions every month into a new zodiac. And what that is allowing you to understand is what area of which house your sun is aligned with during that 30 days when the sun is in that area. And we have to remember that the rising sign of the birth chart literally changes every two hours. That's why it's very important to know the birth time because that also is where you get a lot of the house placements when you are looking at somebody's birth chart because the house placements usually start 
with the ascendant sign known as the rising sign of the time of the birth. The moon sign changes every two days. So the moon sign is in a zodiac. The moon is in a zodiac for about two days, sometimes a little bit longer, but it's usually two days. So that's why you can find somebody's Let's say you can find their sun sign and you can find their moon sign and you can find most of the astrological alignments, but unless you have the rising sign, the time of birth, there's a lot of speculation. I personally don't like reading people's charts unless they have the time of birth because it really gives the true house placements of what could possibly happen, be happening, what life events could be occurring, what areas they might want to focus on a little bit more versus somebody who just knows the date and the location of where they were born. I mean, you could try to speculate and guesstimate, but in all honesty, is it worth it? right? You know, they always say that the moms are the worst worst, um, historians when it comes to the birth time. You would think the mom would always know, but she's the one doing all the work. She's the one going in labor. You expect her to know your birth time? No way, right? But um, it is something that you should at least have or a a real strong guesstimation, as one might say. And there's astrologers who use certain software or certain areas um, that they can probably pick up your rising sign. Um, Me personally, not so much. But remember, I consider myself an alchemist. So reading people's birth charts is something I enjoy doing and will do. But it's not really like my top priority. Um, I like enjoying learning about the energy of the planet and the cosmos and kind of helping people understand that energy alignment with themselves. So astrology um, is a aspect of a person's, I guess you could say energy, I see it, where it could really show like areas of their relationship. It could also show areas towards their career. Like if I had somebody who was a huge Gemini or maybe even like had a lot of Mercury dynamic or a lot of like that fourth house placement dynamic, I don't know if I would be like, oh, they need to be in a career where they basically don't share their opinion, right? Like there's certain zodiacs that are able to use their zodiac or their astrology energy at a different rate or at a different um, conjunction or conduction because they are so aligned with certain traits of that energy. For instance, like Gemini's, there's a reason why a lot of amazing, opinionated, multifaceted artists, especially vocalists, lyricists, are Gemini's. And for those who listen to the Gemini season, 
Um, and when we get into each Zodiac, we're going to get into some of these famous Zodiacs as well, because you can really see that Mercury energy. You can really see that Gemini energy. So definitely stay tuned to that. Um, astrology divides the, the divides the sky. So when we think of astrology, it is division of the sky. And back in the day, you had to be good at math. (laughs) You had to be able to calculate the areas that the planets were moving, the areas of where the stars were moving, the sun was moving into like this area of division, but it is literally the sky is divided into 12 sections. Each section is called a zodiac. Each section holds that energy of not only a zodiac, but also a planet. So it is really the energy of that zodiac and that planet. So depending on where the planets are aligned during the time of your birth, gives you that area of aspect and traits. And of course, the characteristics of each zodiac resembles something that could be similar to another Zodiac. Um, But I feel like this pop culture twist on astrology now, okay, so we have to remember that now it almost feels like people are separating the Zodiacs versus astrology. It's like they just want to take that section of just the Zodiacs. Like the Zodiacs are fun, they're cool, they're hip. We could talk about you know, why, um, Kourtney Kardashian has this very like flat affect about her, why she's kind of like a snarky bitch. (laughs) And she still has this very cool demeanor about her. Um, she's not super spontaneous, but she also has that Virgo stellium in her. So she is an Aries with a Virgo stellium. So you know, that it seems like people want to look at just the Zodiac aspects of astrology and they forget to look at astrology as a whole of how the planets move around, um, at certain speeds at different times, how each planet is aligned with each Zodiac for a different time. Like for instance, Jupiter, goes to each planet for about a year. So it would take Jupiter. I mean, so Jupiter is the planet. Okay. So Jupiter goes to each Zodiac for about a year and then it will take Jupiter about 12 years to return to that Zodiac. So a lot of people will say, well, what was the last thing that was happening when Jupiter was with, um, was with, um, let's say right now, Jupiter is with Taurus. So what was, what did we see as a collective? And they will go back and look at the astrology dates and there are books for this and they will look at that and they will see the transits that happened. Um, what was going on with the collective, for instance, Pluto and Aquarius, Pluto doesn't go to each Zodiac for about 20 years. The last time Pluto was in Aquarius, we saw a lot of transition around finances, um, also the way we spend money, and also with technology. So, of course, now we're kind of seeing it again, right? 
that is astrology. And I feel like some people are so centered in just the zodiac aspect. You can't necessarily just always talk about the zodiacs and the traits of the zodiacs, the characteristics of the zodiacs, and not talk about the astrology, not talk about how come the planet makes the zodiac this way. And I feel like that's a disservice to astrology as somebody who grew up loving astrology, loving reading about astrology. Like why is your sun sign like this? Why is you, why are there certain alignments happening right now? How come this horoscope says that? And yes, they are looking at the sun sign, the sun wheel, as one might say, when they are looking at your 30 day horoscope, but they're also taking in other aspects. What other planets are aligned with your sun sign at this time? What energy of the cosmos are also taking place? So I feel like it's a very much of a a disservice when they just concentrate on the zodiacs. And that's not a pure, that's not a pure love. That's not a passion for astrology versus somebody who wants to learn about the transits, somebody who wants to learn about um, the planets, the houses, the areas of the birth chart. So I'm hoping to share that with you guys because the zodiac pop culture is fun and I do believe astrology should be fun. Astrology should be entertaining. It should be fun. It should be something that people enjoy listening to. It should also be something that people enjoy learning of. Like astrology shouldn't feel boring. And there's been a lot of times as a young um, kid that I would, you know, as a teen that I would read about, like I said, I bought my first astrology book right around the time that I was, um, I was about 13, 14-ish. And that book and I still remember it that book not only talked about and I I wish I remembered the name that book not only talked about like each zodiac and why that zodiac was important but it also talked about like who you were compatible with I remember like it literally had each zodiac and who they were compatible with and it had like a section and I remember like anytime like my friends we're like dating a guy would like look in the book and be like well it says I mean we were only like 15 um it, it was just so much fun right it was just so much fun and then like me and my friends like we knew any like at 15 like we really knew anything about anybody and we're like oh yeah that's true <laughs> The shit you do when you're a teenager, right? So the zodiacs include the Aries, the Taurus, the Gemini, the Cancer, the Leo, the Virgo, the Libra, the Scorpio, the Sagittarius, the Capricorn, the Aquarius, and the Pisces. And if I forgot one, don't worry, we're going to go over each zodiac individually. Um, Astrology has its own representation of these zodiacs, and it has its own rules of each planet. It has its own rules of what the planets mean and kind of like the rules of that zodiac. But like I said, it is a compunction of the asteroids and also um, the sun, the earth, 
and how it all relates and also how it relates in the houses. So it doesn't mean that if you are a Gemini, you are 100% totally confident in speech. It doesn't mean that you're 100% confident in sharing your um, your opinions. It doesn't mean if you're a Leo, you're going to be so, so brave. You're going to be so courageous and you're going to want to take on every obstacle there is, right? We have to remember that we're more than our sun sign. We really are more than our sun sign. So the way that these aspects travel and become aligned with each other is how we see that representation in the cosmos. Like I was talking about the area that occurs with each person of the representation of what astrology is, what astrology means and what astrology how we can use astrology each day. And yes, we can learn about the pop cultures of astrology and we can learn about the area of the zodiacs and the planets and learn about reading each other's birth chart. But astrology is really like a mass philosophy. And I want to thank you guys listening to the introduction of astrology and what is astrology. And I want you to ask yourself, what does astrology mean to you? What does astrology mean for you? And how do you use astrology each day? Do you look up to see what the planets are doing? Do you look up to see what aspects are going on? Do you look at your monthly horoscope? Do you look at the monthly horoscopes of the people in your family, of the loved ones, of your collective? How do you use astrology? How would you like to use astrology as the days go on? How would you like to incorporate astrology into your life? And I want to remind you guys, if you ever want a birth chart reading, if you ever want to tap into that area, you could go ahead and check me out on chakras cusswords.com. And also thank you. Thank you for listening to this series. Please comment, like, and subscribe. Also head over to my YouTube channel. If you are listening to this podcast and give my YouTube a subscription, there is a video aspect of this video along with, um, the podcast. So if that's something that you want to look at, you can also look at that over on YouTube. So thank you so much for um, following me and for all the love. And next episode will be on the history of astrology. Bye.